everybody, and welcome to another edition of Soccer and Snow and Smoke, the soccer podcast from ESPN Missoula. I'm Andrew Houghton, coming back with a new look, Soccer and Snow and Smoke, after the summer break here. I know we've been off for a couple months, but we are running headlong into it this fall. couple updates, Soccer and Snow and Smoke, now sponsored by Zootown Sports Cards. Montana's headquarters for all things needing to get you going with sports card collecting, now in their new shop. 2100 Stevens Avenue, Suite 102. Super excited to have Zootown Sports Cards on board. Excited to kick off this new season of soccer and snow and smoke with a new guest and a returning guest joining me in the studio. Charlie Vandom of the Missoula Soccer Alliance, as well as Chris Chitovitsky, who's been here plenty of times and will be here plenty more times. The head coach of the Montana Grizzlies soccer team. Guys, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. And we're, we're here today to talk about, well, a couple things, a summer update for the Grizz, but we're here to talk about a, a really cool initiative, a really cool program, a really cool event, which is Soccer Days coming up this August here in Missoula. Charlie Missoula Soccer Alliance is, is putting this together. Tell me a little bit just, I guess, off the top about, about what it is. Um, well, it's actually Soccer Alliance Missoula um, because we like the acronym, Sam. Uh, mm-hmm. So we switched the words around. It's a nice abbreviation for um, our group. But the Soccer Alliance Missoula is a collaboration of, of local so- soccer groups, organizations, with the main purpose of promoting soccer and trying to improve access to programs, to facilities, and to free play soccer. Um, and so um, we are trying to come together with all those groups and have a bigger impact on our community and really try to promote the game uh, more at organized level and a free play level. Sure. And, and tell me a little bit more about how, how that came together and, you know, how you're involved with it. I was uh, actually working with Missoula Strikers Soccer Association or Soccer Club um, last year on trying to plan their anniversary, which is actually their 40th anniversary is this year. And I was meeting with different soccer groups trying to figure out how we can help plan this uh, celebration. And what I found is like there we have multiple soccer groups and they're all staying in their own lane. They're all doing their thing. They're, they're trying to work on their mission. They're trying to focus on their members or players or participants. And we're not working together to really promote the sport, um, um, you know, f- locally. And so I saw a need for us to find a way to work together and to, you know, be more effective in promoting soccer um, and trying to get more people involved in the game, young, old, experience, no experience, just trying to get more people participating in soccer. Sure, we've seen the explosion of soccer in, in Missoula and Montana as a whole. I've talked with a lot of people on this podcast about just seeing the participation grow, but it always has been siloed in, into clubs separate high school programs, you know, the few college programs that we have in this state. There's been no real way to bring it all together. So, Chris, tell me a little bit more about how you got involved with Soccer Alliance Missoula. Um, I was sitting in the office one day, and this is after years of coming into Missoula and thinking to myself, how do I make sure that I don't 
you know, accidentally pigeonhole myself into one club and all of a sudden turn off a huge fan base in town who just think, oh my God, he's a surf guy, he's a strikers guy, he's a whatever guy, right? So I, I, I wish there's an umbrella group. I wish there was something that, that would oversee everything and would kind of bring everybody together. And then one day I'm sitting in the office and here comes Charlie, kicks the door down, storms in there and says, hey, I've, I've got this brainchild idea. And I'm like, where have you been my whole life? That's exactly what I want. So if, if, if we can figure this out somehow together and if there's a way I can help you, let's create a group, an umbrella group, so, so to speak, that oversees all of this. Because in my opinion, there's an underground current of hardcore soccer people in this community and they're very separate and I just want to bring them together. We've talked about, you know, there really is a groundswell or a potential groundswell of soccer fans in, in Missoula and it seems like there is no real gathering place for those people because they're all off doing their own thing. So Soccer Days, it seems to me, is, a, is an attempt to sort of bring people together in the actual physical world here. What are, what are the details of this event? Soccer Day Missoula... It was actually when I was meeting with Chris, he said, like, you know, in Minnesota, they do hockey days, Minnesota hockey days. And it actually is a week for them. But they in Minnesota, they all came together to try to celebrate hockey. And and it was like this light bulb went off in my yeah. head um, or maybe, you know, Chris was lighting a fire under my arse. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I said, why don't we do the same thing here? And so. We came up with this idea to, first of all, have Soccer Day Missoula, which first and foremost is a celebration. It's, it's, it's just to celebrate how many people are playing the sport that live in Missoula, that enjoy it, or play or watch. And so um, it, it's, it's really about this is a celebration of the sport. But what it will include is that we'll, um, it's all going to be at Fort Missoula on August 13th. Uh, Saturday, August 13th, and about 2, 2.30, we're going to invite everybody in Missoula, anybody who wants to participate, to come and jump in to a pickup soccer game, or what we call free play soccer. And it's going to be, there's going to be games for, or, you know, pickup games for all ages, all levels, from five-year-olds to 75. Um, you could be have no experience at all, or you could have been playing the college level. It's open to anybody. And we'll have games that will be adjusted to um, the age and experience. So people can basically, it'll be like a cafeteria. <laughs> you walk in and you go like, okay, I'm going to shop around. This looks like a good game for me, so I'll jump into that game. This, this game looks a little too fast. I'm going to walk past that one. So it's an opportunity for anybody to be involved in the game. And so that'll, that'll be the first part of Soccer Day, just trying to get people involved in playing soccer. I love that idea of it. I love that you referenced, first of all, sort of the pond hockey tradition in Minnesota. Soccer is has a great pickup tradition as well, all around the country, all around the world. But it is often difficult. There, there are barriers to entry if you know you haven't played in a while. You're not sure what level you're at because there, there are games that go on and it can be tough to break into them. So I love that aspect of it. How many games are you, are you expecting to have out there? Well, I think we'll probably have between 20 to 30 matches going on at one time. I mean, you know, through the whole afternoon. And people can come and go. They can come in and they can join a game for 15 minutes and decide, okay, I've had enough. Or they can play for two hours if they want. So it's, it's, there's no commitment. You just show up, you register, you know, sign up, and find a field that works for you. 
It sounds awesome. I'm certainly looking forward to, to going down and probably getting into a game or two. Soccer Day in Missoula, August 13th. Charlie Vandom of Soccer Alliance Missoula and Chris Chitavisky of the Montana Grizz soccer team joining me in studio for soccer and snow and smoke to discuss soccer day and to discuss the work of soccer alliance missoula chris you've interacted with plenty of players in your career in your life have you seen a lot of them play pickup as sort of a a a growing factor in their love for the game i feel like you can definitely tell the ones who have played pickup yeah because there's a more free-spirited and slightly different understanding to the game just just because they've been in this in this like weird unstructured environment where you have to learn things on your own all of a sudden and that's kind of Charlie's brainchild they're having these conversations I can continue flashing back to this meeting in the office of talking about like look at the basketball culture in this country you just go to the court and you play and you don't sit there and wait for an adult to show up and tell you guys how to play well it seems like oftentimes in the soccer youth culture it's well you show up and where's our coach um, where are the cones and where are the goals going to be? Like when I grew up in Australia, it's like, well, okay, you put your backpack there. I'll put my backpack next to it. Could you take off your two shoes and put them over here and let's play? Oh, we don't have a ball. Cool. Um, hold on. I, I have this bottle of water. I'm going to drink it. And then we're going to inflate it with a couple rocks. And then we're going to close it. And we're going to play with that. It's just whatever it takes to play and just play and have fun with it. And that's kind of what we're looking for. And have I run across players like that in my career, in my lifetime? Absolutely. I myself was one of them. So I can recognize that quick, but Oftentimes, people just come from structure, structure, structure. Coach tell me what to do all the time. And I prefer players who can kind of think for themselves. Do you think that's changed? I mean, it's gotten more structured recently? Well, I do think that there's an emphasis on that learning to play is done through, especially at the youth level, is done through soccer clubs. Um, You start off playing recreational soccer, and then you advance to more competitive levels as you go along and and I think that too often and I'm saying that that's not the case across the board but I think too often you know when families think about their kids playing they're thinking like okay we need to sign up for this program we need to have this coach there we want to go to this game and very few young kids actually do play free play or pick up soccer and um, it's you know, we don't do it enough in the United States. It's done across the world. That's how people learn soccer is on the street, on a patch of dirt somewhere, they're in a plaza. They're mm-hmm. playing it all over. They're playing pickup soccer. And and frankly, that's one thing that's held back U.S. soccer is not having that creativity and that ability to handle the ball and to, you know, you know dribble through three or four players we have really, you know, we haven't been that good at developing those kind of players. And that's what free play soccer can do. Well, and it's just fun, right? I mean, I'm remembering some of my memories of just playing pickup soccer at recess and, and how much of my admittedly short soccer career was shaped by that. But I don't, you know, I didn't play a lot of structured soccer. I didn't get into it until I was in middle school and playing structured soccer for my school. I was never a youth soccer player, but I do remember when I was very young, you know, that was what we would play at recess where you're on the basketball court and you have the one section of chain link that's your goal or playing two-person World Cup on on the field um, and just how much those memories sort of, you know, shaped my development. Charlie, I you know, this is the first time I've had you in here. I just want you to tell me a little bit about your soccer background, your Montana background, I mean, where you're from, how you ended up here. I've played soccer almost all my life. Um, I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I started playing them when I was 12 when they, their first, when they started their first league. 
And that was my first, that was my introduction to soccer. I played through high school. Um, and then I came up here to the university of Montana. Um, I, and I wanted to play soccer, but there's very few, you know, college programs, uh, around in the mid seventies. Um, and, uh, UCLA was not drafting or not recruiting me. Um, and so, I reached out and found out that there was actually a really good club program here at the university. Um, at the and um, so I joined that team. I played from '76 through '81. Uh, we played in a league throughout the Northwest. We played all the major colleges in the Northwest: Gonzaga, Whitworth, uh, Whitman, uh, Washington State, Idaho, Central Washington, and we just had this great actually a really good league at that time it was it's, it was amazing men's soccer um but since then after uh after i finally graduated yeah, i guess it took me five years but i finally graduated and uh, i think i just wanted to keep on playing soccer um but i've been involved in the game ever since i've i've played um up until last year i actually Last year was the third time I've retired from playing soccer. I may have a, I may have a fourth retirement coming up. Who knows? But I've been a coach. I've been a referee. I've been an administrator for a soccer club. Um, been a director. I've I started uh, tournaments, including the Intermountain Champions Cup. Um, and so I just love the game. I want to be a part of it. I'm even though I'm my playing days are pretty much done. I think um, I just want to be a part of it. And uh, I just it's a hard thing to walk away from. <laughs> no doubt. You've been in Missoula that whole time? Um, pretty much. I, after graduating from college, I did spend about five years, you know, working in um, Alaska, in Nevada, in Washington. But my love for Missoula brought me back. And so I came back here in 88 and um, been here ever since. How have you seen sort of the the development and the growth of the game in in Missoula and in Montana over those years? Is it with you know clubs like Strikers, clubs from across the state, has it has it gotten bigger in your estimation, or, or how much bigger has it gotten? Oh yeah, definitely, um, it's grown. I, I do say, I, I think actually this last spring we had over almost twenty five hundred kids playing at recreational or competitive soccer programs, and so. You know, when I graduated from college, we were trying to get just a few kids playing. And that's, um, you know, just trying to get some of the youth playing the game. And, you know, strike the YMCA started in the late 70s. Mike Pantleone was, uh, you know, one of the most celebrated soccer coaches in college history um, in his JC down in Arizona, Yavapai Junior College. He started the YMCA program. He initiated that. And uh, it's just exploded from there. And so from humble beginnings in the late 70s to having nearly 2,500 kids involved, it's pretty fantastic. That's awesome. And it, it's one of the, the real through lines for this podcast and, and for what I you know, hope to be talking to people about because I think there is so much potential for growth there. Um, and it'll just be super interesting to watch it unfold. This is the Soccer and Snow and Smoke podcast, by the way. I'm Andrew Houghton. Being joined in studio by Charlie Vandom of Soccer Alliance Missoula, Chris Chitovitsky of the Montana Grizzlies. 
Soccer and Snow and Smoke is presented by Zootown Sports Cards, Missoula's home for sports cards collecting all ages. Go down there. Got great stuff. They've got a great collection of soccer cards, actually. I go down there a couple times a month to just check out their stuff. 2100 Stevens Avenue, Suite 102, Zootown Sports Cards, the presenting sponsor of Soccer and Snow and Smoke. Charlie and or Chris talking about Soccer Alliance Missoula here. Only been around for a couple months some lofty goals. Where do you hope to take this? Really, I think that what, um, as I mentioned earlier about Soccer Day, we want to we want to celebrate the sport. Um, we want to work together and celebrate the sport. So whatever we can to do that and promote the sport, I really uh, hope that we can, you know, bring more fans to Grizz games, to high school games, to club games. Um, and, and, and have more people involved, both spectating and supporting the game. Um, we also, one thing that we want to address is even though there's a lot of kids that are playing the game, there's a lot that aren't and that, and that want to. Um, and so there's barriers for access that we want to work to break down. Their barriers may be cost, um, because let's face it, being involved in a club soccer team is, is you know, it, you have to spend some money to do that. Um, you have to travel around the state, um, sometimes in the Northwest, and sometimes families just can't afford that. So we want to work on how can we improve access. And also there's, you know, there's, you know, we have a great facility on the west side of town at Fort Missoula, but really we don't have access throughout the rest of the community. There's, there might be a park here and there, but we need to prove, improve access to facilities to make it easier for kids in a neighborhood to play. And then also, we really want to promote this whole idea of free play soccer. So maybe you can't afford to be on a club team, but that shouldn't stop you from playing. So we need to get kids involved in, in playing on after school, on the weekend, just random games, just uh, spontaneous games where they can feel the joy of playing soccer, make friends, and have great exercise at the same time. Well, a big part of that is access too, right? I mean, it, it's tough to find fields. It's tough to find places to play where, where you can be and to, where you can get people together. Well, and and that's that's something that after we finish Soccer Day, we're going to be working more on what our goals are for the program, what Soccer Alliance Missoula or SAM is is trying to accomplish and how, you know, set some goals and how we best can do that. So just access is kind of like a, a um, part of our mission is improving access to programs, facilities, and free play soccer. How we do it, we don't know yet, but we're going to be working on that. And getting it started with Soccer Day, as you mentioned, Saturday, August 13th down there at the Fort. Great opportunity to go down, play some pickup soccer, hang out, meet people who love soccer. Charlie, what else do you have planned for that day? Well, I'm glad you mentioned it, Andrew. We, uh, as I said, this is a celebration. So we finished playing, and then it goes into, um, we've, we've got kind of a party set up. So we have... Uh, music. Um, we hopefully have dancing. We'll have food there. We'll have uh, beverages there. So we just want to have a chance for people to socialize. 
We'll also be um, having some different random competitions. We uh, one idea we have is having a, a team juggling contest. Um, you know, to see who what team can you know keep the ball up in the air the longest. Um, we're going to have a raffle there. So and and then we're also going to have a history exhibit that's going to be prepared by the historical museum at Fort Missoula. So we have. Um, they're doing research on the whole history of Missoula soccer, which is pretty fascinating in itself. And so they're going to put it, they'll have an exhibit that they'll unveil um, at Soccer Day. So we'll have a few little, you know, kind of interesting side things, side gigs going on to, if you're not playing, you can also kind of tour the history. You can look through the raffle exhibits. You can, you know, chat with people you know and people you maybe haven't seen for 30 years. Uh, so it's just going to be a fun environment. We're excited for it. Chris, it seems like you guys will be pretty involved with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as soon as I heard this idea, I thought, no, oh, we, we need to be involved with that. I guess all of our Grizz soccer players will be coming out, and it's during our preseason, and we're going to take time off just to be out there and be involved in this event because yeah, I feel like we need to be. Getting them more involved in the community, interacting with other soccer lovers is just a beautiful thing to me. Again, that's Soccer Day, August 13th. That's a Saturday down at Fort Missoula. I guess just, just head down to the fort and it should be pretty hard to miss, right? At, at, the, at the soccer complex, um, don't stop at the baseball fields. Keep going down south until you hit the, the soccer complex where the pavilion is. Um, so we'll have we'll want to have people register when they come in, and then we're going to let them go and direct them to direct them to whatever field they think they're will best fit in whatever game would best fit them well that sounds great and I, you know i love the idea of having food beverages music dancing uh, having a party around it it always seemed to me that the games i would watch when i used to play baseball out in maryland at, at random fields when there was always a pickup soccer game going on the next field there would always be the grill going you know the the wives the mothers the the children running around the sidelines, playing music, eating food. So it sounds like a, a great throwback to something like that. Again, Soccer Day, August 13th at Fort Missoula. You don't need to sign up or, or anything. Just just show up. show up. Just show up. We do ask everybody to register. Um, and uh, information about the, the Soccer Day can be found on our website, which is missoulasoccer.com. It's just MissoulaSoccer, one word, dot com. And, uh, and so, yeah, there'll be inform there's information there on our website. Sounds great. Again, that's Soccer Alliance Missoula. And I assume you can, you can go to the website for updates on, on everything that's happening with Soccer Alliance Missoula. Yes, um, we are. We're going to be, we're, we've been trying to focus on the soccer day, try to pull this thing off. Um, but we're hoping that the, the website will be our go-to spot for any information about soccer in Missoula. Well, there you go. It's Charlie Vandom with Soccer Alliance Missoula, Chris Chitovitsky of the Montana Grizzlies soccer team joining me here in studio to discuss primarily Soccer Alliance Missoula and the Soccer Day event on August 13th at Fort Missoula. Chris, while I've got you in the studio, I, how's, how's your summer been? <laughs> I would say summer's been busy. At first it started slow just because I feel like the weather was cold. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of bored at home. And all of a sudden the weather got nice at the same time as our camps picked up, then recruiting picked up. And all of a sudden July, I think, completely vanished. And all of a sudden preseason starts next week. So it's been wild, but fun. 
That's right. You're you're in the the part of the summer where preparations are really starting to to come together. I mean, you've got freshmen moving on to campus. You finished up, I believe, your your ID and your youth camps, and you're you're just waiting to head into preseason training now. Yeah, absolutely. And what's uh, fun about our ID camps is all of our incoming freshmen show up to them as well. So that's a final opportunity for myself and my coaching staff to work with them and coach them. And then they have two weeks of hanging around Missoula before they actually jump into preseason. So those ID camps were last week? Two weeks ago? Yeah. 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 A week ago. What's your feeling heading into this season just about, you know, the girls that you have coming back? Um, how do you how you think those incoming freshmen might mesh with them? I mean, expectations are going to be high for you guys coming into this season. But but how do you think the team is looking right now? Uh, team's looking very good. Yeah, I, I feel like over time in this program, what I hope people are noticing that it's like, oh, no, Claire Howell's going to graduate. What's going to happen? We're OK. Alexa Coyle is going to graduate. What's going to happen? We're OK. Well, Taylor Hansen just graduated. What, what's going to happen? We'll, we'll be OK. So um, it, it's always, for me, recruiting two years in advance, and the people we have coming in are the ones that I'm trusting to make sure that this thing is going to work. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about it. My personal opinion, our peak is 2024. I think this will be an exciting team. 2023 will be an exciting team. But 24, the maturity level, like a fine wine, everything matures up at time, and with the incoming freshmen at that point, will be absolutely loaded. No doubt. Give me an update on, I know you had several girls playing other places this summer, taking the opportunity this summer to go and play for a team and get some more work in that way. I know Camelia Zoo was down in San Antonio mm-hmm. for a little while. I know some of your Canadians were, were playing up there. Give me the full rundown on just on those girls and, and how they did. Yeah, it just seems like more and more people are playing um, over the summer, which is nice because there's more and more professional or semi-professional opportunities, right, over the summer for female players. And so, yeah, we've had plenty. Cam, Cam did a great job down in San Antonio. Our two Canadians playing with uh, TSS Rovers did a tremendous job in Canada. They finished third, I think, in the league, narrowly missed out on the final. And that's um, Molly Quarry, the defender, and Kathleen Aitchison, who uh, is a holding midfielder. But she was was she playing up top for them a little bit? She scored. Yes, yeah. exactly. Way way to know that. Exactly. She was playing up top. So does that mean she plays up top for us now? Dun dun dun. I have Question, no idea. Right? Yeah, who knows? I'll... We'll see. But I feel like Cat. All of a sudden, I've discovered can do multiple things, and so now I've got this five day, you know, starting period in preseason where we get to experiment with a couple of things and see who fits where. Yeah, it was really interesting to see Kathleen H. in, in I think, the game where she got her hat trick. It was yes. like an 8 nothing. So it's like, well, is she just coming up from midfield and, and scoring because the, the level of competition isn't yeah. there? But, I, you know, you can watch those goals or they posted them on Twitter, and she was playing off off the line like a number 9. So yes. really interesting to see. Anybody else you had playing this summer? Oh, let me think. I know Ava Samuelson ended up playing in Colorado, and I think I'm forgetting one. No, Charlie Boone, Bella O'Brien were playing with Pac Northwest. Um Maddie Seelhoff was playing as well. So I see I was missing a ton. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everybody's playing nowadays. Yeah. I asked Jay Landham when he was in here with, with Cam talking about her going down to San Antonio for the summer. But just your your view of taking that opportunity during the summer to work on your game in, in a competitive environment, to, to play for a team during the summer. And if you if you choose not to play for a team, you're not taking the summer off. You're still working. You're still exactly. working out. But but this is just a more structured and more competitive environment. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it really depends on what your goals are, right? So every year you talk about somebody like, well, I, I could sit down with Cam and say, what would you like your balance to be like? How much individual work? How much this work are we going to be doing? And what, what would you like your balance to be like in the summer before you take off? And then what are your overall goals? Do you want to play professionally? If you want to play, then maybe this is something you have to do. Not just for the sake of playing over the summer and staying sharp, but to make connections with certain clubs that might be able to, at some point, help you get looked at down the road. 
So I think it's very important to do. And then mentioning Jay, just the last bit of news, he recently posted that he's taken a job at Villanova. So, you know, a a spot to fill on the staff. Yeah, a spot to fill that has been filled. I just need HR to give me that rubber stamp to to finally announce who this person is. But I feel like we've got a good one in who I hope I can bring into the studio with you at some point because you'll love him. I would love that. So something that you knew was coming down the pipe? Yeah, I knew. And then I went into a panic and within 12 hours fixed it. So, yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Is that just something that you have to deal with at this level? I mean, you you will know that the assistant coaches that you bring in likely have ambition to to move on. Yeah, as they should. If if they don't have ambition, then what's the point of being here? Because how how hard are you going to work? Would you just like to be my sidekick forever? (laughs) I'd rather have somebody who wants to do something with their career. And how, how can I help you get there? Well, how can you help us as well at the same time? And so... I'm anticipating most assistants are here two to three years and then they move on. Um, And yeah, hopefully they're moving on to higher and bigger positions. And to be 100% honest, the amount of phone calls and emails that my assistant coaches get because we've been successful and people understand the kind of success we're having because of the culture that we have and everything. I feel like all of them are in hot demand and it's just trying to swat people away, to be honest, to say, just give me one more year with them, please, before you take them away from me. It's great to get a summer update from Chris Chitovitsky. Uh, head coach of the Montana Grizzlies soccer team. As we're heading into another season, looking to defend a Big Sky Conference title, it's been a great start here to the fall season of Soccer and Snow and Smoke, the soccer podcast from ESPN Missoula. I'm Andrew Houghton, joined today by Charlie Vandom, Soccer Alliance Missoula, and the aforementioned Chris Chitovitsky of the Montana Grizzlies. Guys, I guess, Charlie, first, anything else that you wanted to mention before I get you out of here? Well, no, I just want to um, I want to ensure that, uh, you know, everybody knows that Soccer Day Missoula is not just for soccer players. It's anybody who's interested in the sport. If you're a spectator, if you're, you know, watch games on TV, if you have your grandkids playing, it's a chance to come out and just celebrate the sport. So hopefully, you know, don't think that it's only open to people who play soccer. It's open to anybody who loves the game wants to be a part of it, and to just have a good time out there. Well, that's great. I'm certainly not a soccer player, but I'm definitely going to head down there and probably try to jump into a game or two. So anybody who's thinking about coming out, just know that you won't be the worst player out there. You can't be, because I'll be down there. Uh, <laughs> thanks for thanks for doing that for us, Andrew. <laughs> absolutely. It's great to have you in here, Charlie. I've you know, wanted to have you in here for a while, so thanks for coming in. Chris, anything else that you wanted to mention? Um, I feel like previously you talked about you remember playing at recess, you remember playing over lunch. I think I, I flashed back all of a sudden. I, I don't remember my youth practices with youth coaches growing up, but I do remember playing with my friends over recess because there was no adult telling us what to do there. It was just spontaneous soccer, and, that, and that's what we're trying to get out of this is just show up and just play. No one's going to judge you for anything. Let's just goof around and play soccer together. It's a huge element of the game, and I'm glad we're getting you know a, a chance to do it a little bit. It, like I said, it can be tough to find a game. It can be tough when you're worried about your level. This sounds just like a great opportunity to, to come down and just get into it. So one more time, Soccer Day Missoula, August 13th. At the fort, starting starting around two two thirty. Okay, um, and then you know we'll play until about five, and then we'll have our our party, our celebration. We'll start at five and go to eight o'clock. Well, that sounds great for Charlie Vandom, for Chris Chitovitsky. I'm Andrew Houghton. This has been Soccer and Snow and Smoke.